everyone. Welcome to Learning and Living with Liz. I am Liz Evans, and I am here to share my journey of working full-time, going to school to get a doctoral degree, being a wife and a mother and a dog mom, and sharing pieces of joy with you as I spend 2023 living my three values, which are joy, stability, and simplicity. Thanks for coming along on the adventure. Welcome back, friends. This episode, we are going to look at three questions in particular um, that you can ask yourself as you reflect on either the end of the school year um, or the start of the school year. These are good for both. They're good for every quarter if you want. Um, It's just sometimes a nice way to put you in a place where you can really just look at your job, what you can change, what you can, and kind of how you can move on. So this is something that I would do quarterly, actually. Um, I would actually just do it right in my lesson plan book because it was easier for me. Um, And I did it, too, before I left for the summer, just because when I started the next school year, I wanted to make sure that I made the changes that I had needed to change um, that frustrated me from the year before because sometimes when we get space from things, we think, oh, it's not that big of a deal, Um, but it was. At one point, it was. So the first question I always start with is, what do I love about my job? And I actually would keep a running list um, of what I loved about my job because days that were hard, um, whether in the classroom or stuff, you know, outside the classroom, I would try to look at that and maximize the opportunities to do those things. Um, In stressful times, I noticed that a lot of the stress I was feeling was not inside my classroom. It was outside my classroom. It was stuff being added to my list. It was never the actual teaching. Um, And so sometimes I would just turn inward and only focus on what was happening in my classroom and I wouldn't answer the phone. Um, If it was the office, we had caller ID. I would, but then there were times where like other teachers would call and I would just ignore it because I'm in the middle of a lesson. Um, Or somebody would pop in and be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? No, you can talk to me during my prep or at lunch because right now I'm doing something I really love. Um, I got to the point that if it didn't affect my classroom or my students, I wasn't letting it get to me. Um, If it did affect my students watch out because I loved my kids. Um, But I really would try to focus on those. I focused on the fact that I worked in a hallway um, with some incredible people and loved, loved my hallway. And so there were days that I would just walk across the hall. um, And if you heard my podcast with Bridget Purge, um, we talked about that, like having colleagues you can go and vent to and and just kind of get that out. So there was a lot I really, really loved about my job. The second question, um, what do I wish I could change about my job? So instead of saying, what are the things I hate about my job? I thought about what could I change? And I made this into a T-chart, two columns. Things I can change and things I can't. Um, I can't change the fact that we have state testing. I can't change the fact that K-12 
kids are going to be absent or they're going to be field trips on test days or there's fire alarms. I mean, there are things that just drove me crazy, but I can't change them. I'd still list them though, because I don't want to waste my emotional energy on those things. A fire drill is going to happen. It's going to annoy me, but it's going to happen. Um, And so there's always kind of a contingency plan. um, But a lot of the times it was just like, I'm just not going to let this bug me because I can't do anything about it. And me being angry or frustrated or whatever doesn't change anything. It just ruins it for me. The column of things I could change really helped me focus on how to change those things. I hated grading essays, so I changed the way I did it and really focused on how to write. And that's actually one of the most popular things on my blog is about writing. I hated, I hated answering emails during the day. So I just stopped doing it. I told myself, I'll look at my email at the beginning of the day, on my prep hour, if I have prep, um, and at the end of the day. If I am working at my desk and have the space and energy to check it, I'll check it. The only thing that's important at the beginning of the day is what's in front of me is the kids. Um, so I just, and I'm, I mean, I kind of made it known, like I'm not checking my email during the day. Um, and it actually maximized my time during the day. So understanding what I could change was really good. And I, and I really had to do this a couple times, uh, monitor and adjust. And I did it throughout the year. I focused on trying to find solutions to the problems that I myself was having. And it it just made my life easier. You know, phones always drove me crazy, right? Kids on their phones. And so we instituted days where all our phones went up. And I would tell the kids, you're not in trouble, we just need to focus today. So if I get a half an hour of focus time, you have your phones back. I mean, I would put my phone up too. Or to be very honest, there were times where it was like, everything's really overwhelming. I remember the year I had uh, AP US history, I taught juniors and those poor kids had so many standardized tests. It made me so mad. And at one point, you know, we're trying to get ready for the AP test they just come off a bunch of state testing. They're doing the ACT. Like, it's just so ridiculous. There was a day that I was like, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to watch cartoons. I think we watched World War II cartoons um, and analyzed them. And I, they didn't turn anything in. It was all verbal. Like, we would just talk about them and talk about propaganda. And I kind of used it as a review day. But I knew I was going to get anything out of them. They're exhausted. And so I'm not going to push. And yes, there's an AP test coming. But guess what? They're, the kids who are going to study are going to study. And they're going to ask questions. And sometimes kids aren't. Sometimes kids are going to take the test and they just don't care. That's not on you as the teacher. That is just the reality of the situation. That's that's kids. That's people. Um, so really understanding what I could change about my job. Um, and what I couldn't and accepting the things that I couldn't change and just not letting them get to me. I think at one point um, there was, it was lockdown drills and fire alarms. And so I told myself every time there is a fire drill or a lockdown, I'm going to go get myself a treat after school and associating these things with, Ugh, this is so frustrating, but now I'm going to go get a coffee or get cookies or something um, it just kind of make it made it more fun. And 
we have enough to worry about as educators that wasting our emotional energy on things that we can't change just is not worth it. The last question I would ask myself, and this is something for me that I would ask myself just because I know who I am, how can I make my job more efficient? Um, there's only so many time, so much time during the day, and I had to be really smart about my efficiency. Again, this is how I developed a new way to grade essays, and I do have it on the blog. I will link the blog post um, below in the show notes. I, I needed students to get more out of the process, and I needed to grade less, so I developed a new system. Um, I always forgot to take attendance. And so I started doing it like basically habit stacking. Kids are doing a warm up. I'm taking attendance. Again, I still forgot. The days I forgot, I was like, okay, today I forgot. Maybe I forgot because while students were doing a warm up, um, a kid needed to talk to me about a grade or something happened. Um, and so I would just have to say, like, these are things that I have to deal with, right? How can I change this? How can I make this more efficient? Because I want to maximize the time with my students. I want to maximize the time I have to grade, which to be very honest, there were years I didn't have prep hours. <laughs> so I would I would schedule my grading. Um, and I would do half an hour after school or 45 minutes after school. And kids just had to wait for their grades because at the time – you know, I had a small child. I was, I just couldn't do everything. And I was very honest with my students about that. And I think even that made my job efficient because they would turn something in and I would tell them, these are the times I've scheduled to grade. So Wednesday from 2.15 to 3.15, I'm grading. So if there's a sign on my door that says I'm grading and you knock on it, I'll answer but that cuts into the grading time. I'm not extending that time to 3.30 or 3.45 because I need to get home and help my child with homework. Um, and so really being transparent with my students, I think, helped. Utilizing these prompts helped me. Um, you might change them a little bit, you know, however, if you want to find more joy in your job, try figuring out what you can do. You know, how can I make my job more joyful? Um just asking yourself these questions. And I think a lot of the times understanding that you just don't have the answers right now and that's okay. You've thought about it. It's in your head. And I mean, it's going to, you're going to find the answer at some point. Um, I do this in my current job. I actually do this monthly because the job to me is still fairly new. I mean, I've been there almost two years at this point, um, but every day is a new learning opportunity for me. So Asking myself, you know, what do I love about this job? What do I wish I could change? Um, and how can I make this job more efficient? It's it's different. Um, I am learning lots of new things like how to write grants and, you know, how to follow federal rules on reimbursements. I mean, it's, it's just a new world for me. And I take it as I'm learning skills. Um, and if I fail, I fail because... This is new to me, and even though I'm in my third decade of work, um, I'm gonna mess up. And I'm when you learn new things, it's a, it's okay to not have the easiest time doing them. Um, and that's hard for me because I'm a perfectionist. I 
and working through that. Um, but I like things a certain way. And this is another post um, I'll direct you to is keeping a work journal. And this, these are actually three of the questions I ask myself quite a bit in my work journal, especially on days that are stressful um, for one reason or another is really just kind of going back to those questions. So I hope that the end of your school year is amazing. If you're beginning your school year and you're listening to this, I hope that you have an absolutely fantastic year. I every day get to work with educators and it is truly the best job in the world. And I could not say enough amazing things about the teachers in my child's life, um, the teachers who are in my life, the teachers I get to work with, uh, the teachers that share things on social media platforms to help other teachers. It feels heavy sometimes because it feels like the profession is under attack. Sometimes it's okay to put that down and look at all the amazing things that are happening in the field of education, looking at people who are entering and who want to be teachers because they had such outstanding teachers. So thank you, teachers. You are amazing. You are wonderful. And I hope that this podcast was something that was helpful for you. Um, And happy Teacher Appreciation Week.